So let's talk about what I'm doing to cope with this stress. And it's not your traditional coping mechanism, baby. I am listening to audiobooks about mystical creatures. Welcome back to the Heart Feelings Podcast. This is, of course, my mental health podcast where I talk about things like anxiety and depression, aka hard feelings. I'm so excited to have you with me here today. Today's episode is about holiday stress. Could you feel it through the screen? Could you feel it oozing out of my pores and into your ears. Gross. Sorry. I take it back. I take it back. But yeah, needless to say, I'm feeling the holiday stress. I am recording this Thursday, November 16th, and this is the last episode I'll be posting before Thanksgiving because I'm going to be hosting Thanksgiving at my apartment next week for both my family and my boyfriend's family, which is really exciting, but I'm also stressed. I'm like trying so hard to put a brave face on because I know that my parents listen to this sometimes. I, okay, here's the deal. I'm really excited for you guys to come. I'm thrilled for my parents to come up and for my boyfriend's family to come up too. Like, I'm thrilled to be with family. I'm just a little nervous about hosting. You know, it's my first time hosting a holiday party on my own. It's making me feel like I've just gotten slapped in the face with adulthood because I'm cool New York City girl who lives in her tiny humble apartment because she's an artist and she's just expressing herself. Um, so I don't have a lot of room, but my current apartment is a lot bigger than the apartment I lived in before. I used to live in a 400 square foot studio apartment that we made the most of and absolutely loved. And like I, we spent all of the panoramic in that place. It was lovely. But now we have like almost twice that. So there's, there's a little more room to spread out when people are here. So I'm trying to remind myself of that, but we still have a small kitchen and a tiny oven. I cleaned my oven though. I'm sorry. This, let me not have this be an extension of what I talked about in therapy this week, <laughs> even though it's, it's all related, dude, because we're talking about holiday stress today and mine just keeps pouring out. But I promise I will stop dumping all that onto you. And in, instead we'll try to be a little solution oriented, I guess. I was going to say productive. You know, I hate the word productive. You and I together here, you through the screen in the future, me in the current moment right now are going to try to find the gift of holiday stress, if there is one. The gift of stress in general, right now I'm talking about holiday stress just because I feel like the holidays in particular can bring up a lot of stress because um, if you watched my episode a few weeks ago about melancholia, I recorded that around Halloween. I talked about how melancholia I was feeling because of all the good memories I have associated with the holiday. Same goes for Thanksgiving, same goes for Christmas, same goes for New Year's. Those are the holidays that I celebrate and have memories of celebrating as a kid and they just get me excited but also leave me with this feeling of sadness knowing that they'll never be the same again and those traditions you know a lot of the traditions are no longer happening because you're an adult and you live on your own but now I have this lovely opportunity to have my family here and to make new memories but that also makes me nervous because I've never done it before. Oh man. Yeah, I think we're gonna find a gift in holiday stress. I think there's something to be had there. I've got some coping mechanisms for you that have been helping me with my holiday stress. And yeah, it's gonna be a good app. Okay. 
holiday stress. At risk of being cringe, I'm just gonna say it. Being an empath during the holiday season is not easy. Being a highly sensitive person, being somebody who often takes on the emotions of other people who can absorb the vibe in the room, this is not a good time of year for my stress levels. Um, do you guys watch what we do in the shadows? I am like, Colin Robinson on that show is an energy vampire. So he like absorbs the energy from other people and like feeds off of it. And that's me with stress. Except it wouldn't, in my version, it doesn't affect the other people, I hope. But I feel like I am a vacuum for other people's stress. Like if somebody tells me something stressful going on in their life, I'm destroyed, dude, I'm, ah. It takes such a toll on me and then I feel guilty about that because I wanna be a supportive friend. I wanna be a good listener. I think everybody should be able to, you know, relieve some of that stress. I'm someone who relieves stress by talking about my stress sometimes. But you know, we all go through different phases in life and different stressful moments, times where we have more stressful moments going on than others. So I try to be a supportive partner, but I really do absorb other people's stress a lot. And that's something I want to work on. I don't know if that's something I can do because for me, the answer is an absolutely not to be like, nobody tell me anything bad then. I need you as the listener to know that I just had to take a 20 minute break because I got overwhelmed by talking about my own stress. So, so let's talk about what I'm doing to cope with this stress. And it's not your traditional coping mechanism, baby. I am listening to audiobooks about mystical creatures. I am listening to the A Court of Thorn and Roses series right now. I'm already on the second book. I only started less than a week ago. You could say I'm hooked. Bert is screaming in the background because he's hooked too. We're listening together. It's really good. It's great. It's a fantasy, you know, genre. It's also a little spicy, so that's fun to listen to. It's just escapism, you know. I found that to be really comforting lately. You know, I'm not watching Gilmore Girls as much lately. I know, you're like, what the heck? What's going on? Um, I still love Gilmore Girls, and I have been watching, like, here and there, but I haven't had it going, like, 24-7 the way I had for, like, the previous however many months I was on my Gilmore Girls kick. Now I'm on my fairy novel kick, so that's what I'm doing. And I gotta say, it's kind of a killer coping mechanism because what I do when I listen to this audiobook, I put it in my headphones most of the time, is I clean and I do the things that make me feel more prepared to host Thanksgiving next week, to get ready for family coming over for the holidays. I was cleaning my fridge yesterday. I don't know when the last time I wiped out my fridge was. It was probably last time my mom did it, so whatever she did that last, but there was some spillage. There was some gross stuff in there, and I cleaned that yesterday. I threw away a bunch of old leftovers, too. <laughs> cleaned out all of those leftovers containers, threw away things that have been in the freezer, went through all of the salad dressings, threw away the expired ones. Like, I really went to town on that fridge, all while listening to my spicy fairy book in my ears, and it made it much more enjoyable. I deep cleaned my oven over the weekend while listening to my little fairy audiobook. Like, I'm just getting the things done that I know are gonna relieve some of that stress and having fun while doing it. And for me, like, not to make this all about the fairy audiobook, even though it's so good, I'm literally dying to get back to it right now. <laughs> the fairy books aside, okay, so what I've been doing is trying to get down to like smaller details of what I'm really stressed about because it's way too vague to just say I'm stressed about Thanksgiving, I'm stressed about family visiting. Like, no, I, what I'm really stressed about is my small kitchen and making sure I can accommodate the large meal that we're gonna be cooking. So what I did was cleaned out my fridge to make room for the larger amount of food that I'm gonna have. And like I said, I also deep cleaned my oven 
to make sure it wasn't gonna get like all smoky before we cook the turkey. Did you guys know that? This is like such a hack. My mom told me this. It's not, she's like, this is not a hack. Anyways, my mom told me this valuable piece of information that I never considered before because I've never cleaned an oven before. Um, that when the oven gets too grimed up and then you cook like a big turkey in it and like juices are dripping, it's not safe and it'll affect the flavor of the turkey and it could get smoky. It's just not good business, you know? So I'm happy that our oven was dirty when we moved in, okay? We're not cooking a bunch of sloppy stuff. I'm sure things have dripped before. That is not what this podcast is about though. This podcast is a little off the rails because I'm a little off the rails right now because I have holiday stress. <laughs> but anyways, bringing us back on track here, ripping us back on track here. I am trying to deal with the little stressful things that I can control. So for me, it's making sure my kitchen is prepared to accommodate a large meal and also just making sure my house is clean in general because I, I won't even sugarcoat it. My mom knows this. She knows she'll be paying attention to whether or not my house is clean. She'll be noticing. So I want it to look clean. So when she notices, she says, yeah, big thumbs up. This place looks wonderful. That is what I'm hoping for. But yeah, I'm doing the things within my control and just kind of chalking the rest up to like, it's all gonna be fine because visiting with family is like what the holidays is supposed to be about, you know? That's kind of what I keep trying to hallmark movie slogan myself into remembering is that family is what the holidays are all about. So yeah, I'm just trying to remind myself that the togetherness of it all, getting to visit with family is what it's all about and nobody is holding me to the high standard that I am holding myself to. I just come from a long line of good Thanksgiving hosts. My mom's hosted Thanksgiving, my sisters have hosted Thanksgiving, my aunts have hosted Thanksgiving. So like I, like I said, I come from a long line of Thanksgiving hosts and it's my first time and I feel like I am older than they all were the first time they did it, but maybe I'm not. I'll have to ask my mom how old she was the first time she hosted Thanksgiving because I feel too young. But as I've said before in this podcast, I do often forget that I'm not 17. It's it's like very hard for me to remember. Like I'm obviously aware that like I, God, I hope I'm not 17 because I'm living with a 32 year old man <laughs> and I'm living in a different city than my parents and I've already been to college and it's all this stuff would be a lot for 17. I know that I'm 29, okay? I know that I'm 29, but I still feel very young. Um, so when stuff like this happens, it feels like it hits me like a brick wall and I'm like, I'm old enough to host Thanksgiving in my home with my family and my partner's family? Like, that just feels like very adult, very grown up, so I'm nervous about it, but I know it's gonna be fine. I know it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna probably make a playlist of groovy tunes. You know me, I'm all about setting a good vibe. Getting the place to feel good, I think makes a big difference. You know, lighting a candle and putting a cozy scape on the TV. I'm telling you, dude, that is my mental health hack of the week. That is my mental health coping mechanism of the week that I didn't know was gonna be it until right now. Oh, isn't it fun when they just hit you like a bolt of lightning is I'm the only one that relates to this because I am the host of this podcast. But anyways, my mental health coping mechanism of the week is cozy scapes on YouTube. That is not, don't search cozy scapes. I always forget, what are you supposed to search? Okay, so you search scene you wanna see followed by ambiance. Example, enchanted forest ambiance is what I watch when I am listening to my fairy books. I have many ones I watch at the fairy books. There's a mushroom forest that's kind of fun too. That one was like a little too like, mm, doesn't really fit the vibe. I like one that like feels like it could be a scene in the book. Those are very soothing to me. Not only when I'm just reading 
the fairy books though, okay? I like to Bert's chiming in because he's a big fan too. Um, we often will put on the rainy night over New York City cozyscapes, um, which is, you'd be like, you live there, what are you doing? But hey, I don't have that view of the skyline that they have in this cozyscape, and it is a beautiful view, and I love the sound of rain. Sometimes I'll listen to, like, rain in the forest, like rain in the woods is a really good sound too, and I just like that it comes with a little ambiance. It's very soothing. Dude, I put it on while I'm doing activities. Like, I play it softly in the background. Editing me cutting in here because I realized I never actually found a gift of stress. And I don't like to promise things in the beginning of the episode and then not deliver on them. So is I've been sitting here racking my brain. Is there a gift of stress? Is there something that I can give you? And the only thing that I can really come up with right now, and we can keep brainstorming together, is that stress can inform you about things you care about, you know? It can give you kind of a similar clarity that fear gives you, where when you're thinking about something you're stressed about, I know I've had moments where I'm thinking about something I'm stressed about, and I have examples where it's, you know, because of something I care about, this example, wanting to do a good job of hosting a holiday for my family for the first time, and then there's things you're stressed about, like maybe a work thing, or maybe like something that you just realize doesn't really matter. I don't know. I feel like the end feeling of your stress spiral is what tells you how important it is. Because I know like when I've had like past awful jobs in the past that I've been stressed about, usually by the end of a stress spiral, I was just like throwing my hands to the sky being like, I don't care. I, I so don't care. This feels so unimportant to me. Versus when I have a stress spiral about like something like this, hosting a family event, at the end, I feel like I have this kind of sigh of relief where I'm able to like affirm it and bring it to like, but it's all about family and togetherness. And like, you know, I feel like stress can be, can help you figure out what situation you're in. Stress forces you to talk things through, right? At least for me, I can't keep it in my body. I can't keep it all in my head. I'll explode, dude. It just won't work. I need to write it down or I need to talk about it with a therapist or with a trusted friend or family member and stress helps me find a lot of clarity and it helps me work through my worries. So yeah, that's where I'm at with the gifts of stress right now. Let me know what you think. Um, another, I think my song of the week is gonna kind of all tie into this whole setting a good comfy cozy vibe. And for me, I've been listening to a lot of older Matt Berry lately. So Matt Berry is an actor and can be, I know him from What We Do in the Shadows. Wow, two What We Do in the Shadows references in one video. I'm a big fan of him. And I only recently found out that he made music and I'm really into his album Witch Hazel and Killing the Wolf, the first ones from 2009 and the second one is from 2013, I think. I might be saying those wrong, but my song of the week is gonna be Winter Solstice because that is the vibiest song I've ever heard. I know that was a cringy thing to say, but I don't take it back. You'll listen and you'll get it. Like you'll listen and you're just like, you're gonna wanna sway with the music. You're gonna wanna walk outside. Listen, I listened to it on my morning walk this morning. Oh, so beautiful. A song about the seasons changing. Just pure, pure vibes. Like I don't have lyrics to single out for you because the whole thing is pure vibes. Both of those albums are just phenomenal vibes through and through. And they've been helping me deal with my stress, dude. That's just all I find myself wanting to listen to. I find 
rock music too much right now. I need my soft-voiced singer-songwriter of just vibes music, fairy music, if you will. His music honestly has fairy vibes too. Anyways, I think this should be the end of the episode. I hope I'm talking to editing me. I'm sorry. I feel like I was rambly today. I'm not sorry to you guys because I know editing me is gonna rock it out, but I'm sorry to her because I definitely went on quite a few tangents where I trailed off and completely forgot what I was talking about. But hey, that's holiday stress, baby. You'll have that. So if you're right there with me, solidarity. I'm right there with you. We're gonna make it through the holidays together. I, that being said, I mentioned earlier there won't be an episode next week because I'm not gonna put that on myself, you know? That would add to stress. Not that recording these episodes is stressful, because it's honestly great. It's very therapeutic for me. Um, but just because I, I don't want to have to schedule it around stuff. When family's here, I, I don't film in advance. I film the day before I post these, because that is just how my ADHD brain works. Like, I can't do things in advance. I have to do it when inspiration strikes. And um, inspiration often strikes me at the last minute. So that's how I do things. Anyways, thanks so much for listening. Follow, rate, review, do all the things. If you like my makeup, the details will be down below. If you're just listening and you're like, what makeup? Come on over to YouTube, man. Come watch on YouTube. I make, I make silly, goofy faces while I do the podcast. I don't know, man. I put visuals on the screen, okay? So that's interesting. And personally, if someone has a visual podcast, I prefer to watch visuals because I like to connect words with seeing people's mouths move. Quirky thing I like. Bert's yelling at me, it's his dinner time. I gotta go. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you in two Fridays from now with a new episode. Bye, take care of yourself.